Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Kona Shame Veterinary Podcast. Guys, uh, Thanksgiving season is upon us, regardless of what the radio station might tell you. I, uh, I have a radio station I wake up to in the morning, and I kid you not, the day after Halloween, I woke up to Mariah Carey singing All I Want for Christmas is You. And it was, uh, I love, I love, I love the holidays. I gotta tell you, I did, it was not the pleasant morning experience. I, I have changed radio stations, and I, I think um, it's just, first of all, I feel it's disrespectful to my favorite holiday, which is American Thanksgiving. I have to say American, because Canadians uh, have some other date that they do, um, which, yeah, I, I, if you're Canadian and you have an extra seat at your table, just saying it's my favorite holiday and I, if i could hit it twice in a year i would do that and so just you know just putting it out there um there's a hole in my schedule next year all right uh, and that's it um <laughs> the other thing is it it makes me feel like i'm immediately behind the eight ball and i wonder if other people feel that way i'm like i woke up it's like all i want for christmas and it's like oh, i have done nothing to prepare for the holidays it's two months away i shouldn't have to i shouldn't have to have that anxiety in my life i don't need that stress anyway we're gonna we're doing Thanksgiving here in the Kona Shame podcast. Uh, let's talk about we're gonna do one of the Hall of Fame episodes. Um, make this diarrhea stop. And let's be honest, there's gonna be a lot of calls in the next thirty days uh, and and beyond um, about uh, about upset tummies in pets. Let's just quick quick reminder, quick refresher, quick piece of advice. This is great. For uh, paraprofessionals, uh, your front desk people can definitely just just get some tools in their in their pockets that they can have uh, in case they get those phone calls. So anyway, guys, without further ado, let's get into this episode. This is your show. We're glad you're here. We want to help you in your veterinary career. Welcome to cone of shame with dr andy rourke hey guys i am here today with my good friend dr jackie parr jackie thanks for being with me today i am so excited to be here today we're gonna chat about one of my favorite topics (laughs) well i i love talking to you uh you you and i have done a lot of work together we lectured a lot together on increasing uh nutrition um on, on increasing nutritional recommendations and client uh, listening to our nutri- nutritional recommendations uh, all over North America, you and I have talked. So um, I love working with you. I will never forget our trip to the hockey game in Winnipeg. And I forgot fit. my coach <laughs> and had to run. I had to physically run from the cab to the hockey stadium and like, sprint back out after it was over and i think one of the best things is we had done nutrition all day we had given this great boot camp and then we ate hockey arena food for dinner and so we had like <laughs> pizza and french fries and we were like okay well, this is just our moderation we're good we're good oh, totally. we're good <laughs> it was that's exactly yeah that's exactly it it was uh, we did everything that we recommended not uh, to let a pet not do to all do day long. not to do <laughs> so great all right i um i got a case and I'm wondering if you can help me out with it. I would love to. All right, cool. So I have a puppy, a Labrador Retriever puppy. He's six months old and intact. And he has been having liquid diarrhea for the last three days. Now, I've seen this dog a couple of times before. He's bad about just eating things he shouldn't. Socks, underwear, raw hides. He always throws them back up and then he has diarrhea for a couple of days. And it, it gets better, and the owners sort of pull their hair out. 
but this is this is not getting better. Um, and the owners are here, and I'm getting ready to go into this room. I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, do I treat this? Just do I need an antibiotic for this dog? You know what I mean? I'm trying. Can I treat this conservatively? Anyway, Jackie Parr, how do you treat that? Yeah, this is a this is a great one and the perfect breed, right? You're going to see a Labrador in here that's had this history of eating all these wonderful things, but now there's this issue where this is just lasting a little bit longer than it should. So we've always thought this dog had a bit of a steel stomach. It just sort of got through it on its own. Yeah. How how are we going to approach this given that the owners are getting a bit worried? And and for me, I really, I, I love to take it back to basics. I mean, these clients, you probably coached them in the past about, you know, putting stuff up so that we're not getting these dietary indiscretions. But Let's just go back to basics and let's just get a really good history because I would hate to miss something that can point us in the right direction here. And so, you know, taking a few minutes for them to, one, let's just get a good diet history. And then two, I want to get a good poop history. And I know that may sound really funny, like we know it's liquid (laughs) diarrhea, but you can actually get some really good information, really delving into the poop. And I tell you, the owners then feel hurt because they're like, yeah, they've been picking it up or trying to wash it away with a bucket and they want to tell you what's going on. So I, just, I think I, that's where it starts. I, I picture them talking to a sketch artist and, and like I'm, I'm drawing and then I turn it around and go, is this, is this, does this look like the poop? <laughs> is this saw? the poop? Uh, uh, so, all right, let's start at the other end. Let's start at the yeah. other end of the pad. Um, what what constitutes a good history for you? So uh, so for my technicians that are going in the room, they're going to set me up for success. What questions are they asking? What are they looking for specifically? Absolutely. And as a nutritionist, I mean, diet history comes to mind first for me. In general practice, you guys are so good about asking about, you know, dewormings, potential for some sort of infectious disease, those sorts of things. So I think, you know, GPs, you are experts there. For me, when I look at that diet history, it's really about trying to figure out what's a day in the life of this dog look like and have there been any changes recently? And so one of my colleagues at the University of Guelph has done some really amazing work um, talking about how an open-ended question can get you a whole bunch of diet history really quickly versus sort of starting with what food are you feeding? What treats are you feeding? And then you have to keep funneling in and you just feel like you're asking questions for, you know, 15 minutes and we don't have that kind of time. So how can we, how can we be efficient? And so the question he developed through his research was, you know, tell me everything that this pup is eating starting first thing in the morning up until it goes to bed. And so just get a day in the life of this pup just to start with. That could give us some really good info. Great. Um, Great place to start. Perfect. And then let's go to the other end. What are you asking them about poop? Poop. Excellent. So for this particular case, one of the things that I love to have ready in an exam room would be my dog and cat fecal scoring charts, affectionately known as poop charts. I love these tools because a picture literally does say a thousand words, how you're joking about the sketch artist earlier. Literally, we just want to give them a realistic photo and have them say, it's been in this range 
that can give us so much information. It also avoids the inevitable them describing the poop as food before your lunch break type of thing. So uh, <laughs> super helpful because there's always certain foods that they just start throwing out there and we just don't want to be a part of that. Right. So I think this is, a, this is a really great tool to get everybody on the same page. Hey guys, I just going to jump in real fast with a couple quick announcements. Uh, December 2nd through the 4th in Greenville, South Carolina, in person, the Uncharted Practice Owner Summit. If you are a practice owner, you do not want to miss this. This is about coming together with only other veterinary practice owners and working on your business. Uh, it is going to be collaborative. It is going to be inspiring. It is going to be fun. It's going to be motivational. If you're like, I feel like I'm just, I mean, it's, it, I feel like my work is kind of a drag right now and I'm feeling uh, heavy shoulders from carrying the load. Uh, it's time for you to get reconnected, reignited, re-inspired. Come down to Greenville, South Carolina, work with other vet practice owners. Uh, we are going to be doing all sorts of stuff. We're going to be building the conference for you at the conference. It is a summit, which means it is going to be very much about what you want and what you're struggling with and what you want to talk about. I'm going to be doing a couple of different workshops there. I've got one on um, your leadership stories, the stories you tell as a leader. And uh, man, I gotta say, I did this back at our cultural conference and I really liked it. And I think it's going to be even better in person. So I'm excited to talk about stories uh, and using stories to motivate and inspire and lead your team. And then also I'm going to be talking about leading tired teams. And I, some of you have tired teams that's what we're gonna be talking about so anyway that, that's what i'm talking about there's uh stephanie goss is gonna be there doing some stuff the uh we're gonna be doing a lot of discussions that round tables things like that it's, it's gonna be super engaging i'd love to have you there so anyway registration closes on november the 15th you need to get on the horse and grab it i'll put a link in the show notes for everybody else guys i am super pumped about this on december the 12th we have a online workshop it is all fun and games how to play engage and reward your team doesn't that sound fun isn't it awesome to have a workshop about like, hey, here's how to play with your team. Here's how to make your practice fun. Here's how to get people to stop being grumpy and just to feel like like they're like there's something worth smiling about at their job again. You know, how do you how do you how do you play? We need to, we need to do more play in practice. And so, guys, that's what it's all about is to, uh, from four to six p.m. Eastern time. 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, that is free to Uncharted members. It is $99 to the public. And uh, man, I'd love to see you guys there. All right, without further ado, let's get into this episode again. Back into it. Yes, we're going back. All right, that's it. We're going back. So we go through the food history. Um, there's no obvious dietary indiscretion that they're telling me about, right? Yes. Like we know this dog is trolling. He's he's going to be a wonderful dog. Right now, he is a naughty Labrador <laughs> retriever puppy. You know, yeah, he is yeah. he is the Labrador uh, phase that everyone forgets about when they think yes. about Labrador retrievers. Yeah. Um, so he's that guy. They don't know of anything that he's eaten. I'm not picking up a whole lot of obvious dietary indiscretion. Uh, he, you know what I mean? He's just he's just got diarrhea and it's it's not going away. They point to liquid to slightly chunky on the yep. chart. Yep. I'm going to put a disclaimer on this episode of like, warning. <laughs> if poop descriptions gross you out, just skip on over this to uh, my favorite you. murder. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome yeah so we've got we've got that information the other thing that i would really pay attention to here when i'm looking at you know diet history is a few of my physical exam findings so i want to make sure this isn't the start of something else that's going to be a challenge so can i just verify that this puppy is growing properly so we've had a couple of episodes of intermittent diarrhea that have gone away 
I don't want to miss something that's a bit more concerning. So can I just quickly validate I'm happy with the growth of this puppy? So a good way to do that is to do a body condition score. Labradors, of course, we're often worried they're going to get a bit too chunky. And if they do start to pack on the pounds, that sets them up for lifelong obesity. And so we want to make sure that we're in the right plane of nutrition here. The other thing is that there's some really amazing tools out there for tracking growth that I would love to tell people about um, because sometimes a diarrhea case that starts off, you know, just being a few times here and there linked to dietary indiscretion, you eventually do find a medical problem down the road, right? And if they're not growing properly, that can be a sign that something else is going on and you can go looking earlier. Um, so we'll give people the link. There are puppy growth curves that have been created by the Waltham Center. And literally all you need to do is take the puppy's age and their weight and you start plotting them. So this is like, you know, when your girls went to the pediatrician, they probably got plotted on growth curves, right? Like you would know like what, what you know, percentile your girls were growing on when they were little. And it's the exact same thing with a puppy. So you just track them on that and make sure they're not falling down a growth curve because that would mean, ah, this puppy's probably not growing properly. Or if they grow up a growth curve that I'm thinking about, mm, maybe this puppy's getting way too many calories and it's growing too quickly. So that would be sort of my third check for this case is, can I just verify that I think this puppy is growing appropriately at six months of age? It's in peak growth. We should be seeing a good, you know, straightforward growth curve. It shouldn't be jumping around a whole bunch. If this puppy's falling off the growth curve, what are the, the top things that pop into your mind? Yeah. So if they're starting to follow off the growth curve, I'm at least doing basic blood work to look for any sort of, you know, organ dysfunctions, those sorts of things. Um, I'm making sure that I'm doing x-rays, making sure there's, you know, no sort of, you know, foreign body that he's ingested in the past that's really been lingering in there if he hasn't had you know, x-rays done before. And then based on some of that preliminary workup, if necessary, I'm going to go to the next step, like the things, you know, further workup if I start to notice some things on my initial blood work. Gotcha. So, Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. so jumping back to it, let's say this guy is, is seems to be growing fairly, fairly yes. normally. He's just got diarrhea. Yes. Yes. And given it's a lab puppy, you know, sometimes we're really quick to say, let's change the diet. Let's change the diet and let's put them on something for like GI. But what I like to start with is I really look at the treat and the human food history. Yeah. Because especially in a lab puppy, we know at this stage, this guy is busy, right? Like he is getting into everything. As you said, this is the stage people block out uh, when they start to, you know, think about the history of their puppy. Um, you know, he's probably been getting cogs. He's been getting things to chew on. You know, they've been doing training classes. He's probably been getting a lot of stuff there. And so I want to see how much of his diet is really being made up of all these extra goodies that he's been getting. And if I can just take him back to basics and just get him back to his large breed puppy diet, I may actually be able to calm things down. This may be one of those situations where he has just been overloaded just to keep him busy that his system can't handle it, right? He just can't handle it. And so if we're noticing that type of history, that's why the good diet history is so important. Because if you start saying we need to cut out treats because he's got diarrhea and you didn't get the diet history up front, you often are met with a little bit of reluctance, like, oh, we're not feeding him that many treats. 
But if you have the history ahead of time, you can say, look, this is still too much for a puppy this age. This is just too much. Can we talk about what we can do to just try to quiet things down? Yeah. Love yeah. it. Cool. So that would be sort of first stage there. Okay, sweet. So uh, so maybe set them up, talk about the diet history. Yeah. How, how do we get them back on, on track to send them out the door? Absolutely. So what I would say to them is I really want them to feel confident that we're going to support them through this. And so what I would say to them is, you know, I'm going to send you home with this poop chart and one of my great technicians or client customer service staff is going to touch base with you in the next 24 to 48 hours to get another poop score. If you're concerned, you contact us in the meantime, but if things are going well, we're just going to reach out. We're going to put a reminder in to touch base with you. We just want to make sure we're moving in the right direction. And the reason I love the poop charts is there is the whole description from liquid to sort of liquidy and chunky to sort of getting cow patty like. And as long as they're moving in the right direction, we're starting to make some progress. And so I find this can help prevent frustration because you don't want them thinking it's going to be a normal score tomorrow, right? Like this is going to maybe take a few days for it to calm down, but we want to be there. We want to be checking in to make sure it's not getting worse because we don't want this puppy getting dehydrated and then he needs to be hospitalized, right? right. So yeah. that check-in I think is important. Perfect. And say I've... to them, if it worsens, if it worsens on the chart, then you need to come see us again because we're oh. going to have to do some more work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I like talking to them about, getting a long-term solution i feel like that helps bias some time and some patience as opposed to saying i'm just gonna i'm gonna medicate this and i'll see you back in four to six yeah. weeks when this happens again i think people i think people are willing to walk with us if we explain that we're trying to address the underlying cause exactly um, perfect exactly well jackie i think this uh this has been great this is good it's giving me what i need to go in there and get started and get going uh we will put a link to the growth curves that you like down in the description for the podcast so people can click there um if they don't have a ready supply of poop charts yes. do you have a source yes royal Canin can absolutely supply you with poop charts so they've got some great charts for both dogs and cats because obviously they're a little bit different right fecal consistency is a bit different uh so great opportunity to get some resources there perfect and so they'll go to uh website royalcanin.com.ca um I'll send you, I'll send you a link so they can just download them. Just straight they, to it. Oh, you can it. just straight download off of this podcast, your very own poop chart. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Perfect. So I will put that link in the description. Jackie Parr, where can people find you? Uh, you are the kibble queen on social media. What's the best place for them to reach out to you? They should definitely check out my website. So www.kibblequeen.com. I have tons of resources up there for people. So uh, follow me there. And I would say I'm, I'm most frequently on Instagram these days. I just really enjoy Instagram. It just fills my feed with lots of great animal photos. So um, I'm the Kibble Queen on Instagram as well. Awesome. Guys, thanks so much for uh, tuning in. We will see you soon. Thanks again, Jackie. Thank you. And that is our episode. Guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something out of it. I, I love that episode. It's just good, good stuff from the vault. Uh, anyway, guys, if you got something out of the episode, write me an honest review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. It really does help. It's how people find uh, the, uh, it's how they find the podcast. Anyway, gang, take care of yourselves. Have a great month of November and beyond whenever you listen to this. And, uh, and I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>